Spencer. Yeah. We're back. We're recording a new episode finally after a while. Hi. But before we start, we have some information to give you. Okay. About another podcast you can check out. Oh. All right. So what happens when two great minds armed with profound ideas go toe to toe in pitched, if generally polite, battle? You get a revolution in podcasting. Philosophy versus improv. I was just about to say, I don't do that. We did it. We try. <laughs> yeah, we don't reach those heights. Um, philosopher Mark Linsenmeyer and improviser Bill Arnett each try to teach each other their crafts via conversation, scenes, and what can only be called performance art. They're often joined by a guest or two from the philosophy or entertainment world. Cool. Philosophy versus Improv is a show where anything can happen, filled with drama, creativity, humor, and connection. This is a show you definitely want to... You like connection? Connection. So you definitely want to tune into this. Philosophical concepts are grounded with real and fantastic situations. Forget anything you know about improv games. This is what's called long-form improv, where you spin out a world right there in the moment. Where do you stand on the long-form versus short-form debate, Spencer? I like long-form. Better? Sometimes. Even though you hosted a short-form show? No, mine was a mix. Okay, sorry, sorry. The combination of these two is like nothing you've ever experienced. Add Philosophy versus Improv. That's the name of the show. To your listen queue wherever you listen to podcasts or find them at philosophyimprov.com. One more time, that's the show is called Philosophy versus Improv. Eli, that was incredible. What a read. Is part of the ad. Yeah. Go check out their show. Thank you so much. And, and check out ours. Here's our theme song. Cue the theme song. Spencer wants to know. Spencer wants to know the show. Spencer wants to know is brought to you by chewing up stuff and swallowing it for energy. Eating? Talk about food. Food. You like food? Are we competing with bits and bites? Bites and bits? Oh, our friends at our so, sister Sonar show? Sister Sonar uh, show. At Bites and Bits. You might have listened to our Matt Maland episode. We're supposed to cook bitter melon with him at some point. Or uh, you're supposed to cook bitter yeah, melon. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Spencer, please. <laughs> I need you to be slightly more optimistic. Well, okay. It's definitely not going to happen. Oh, Spencer. Why? Because <laughs> it's too much work. But I'm excited to be back. We've been gone for like six weeks. Uh, why? Oh, we moved? We moved that to and you Eli, to Eli got super sick. I've been very sick for like a month. Yeah, and then because of that, I was away at Disneyland just doing things you know you do. <laughs> and Eli didn't unpack. So I didn't unpack? That's why we haven't been going. We because couldn't find the microphones? Because Eli didn't unpack. So that's it's really his fault well, I was for very being sick. sick. I was very sick. I was. Uh, Talk about it. I started coughing so much that I was fainting but I didn't realize I, I didn't realize I was fainting the first time it happened was <laughs> let me talk about it so we're in an uber ride and Eli starts coughing and as he's coughing he's trying to open the door to exit the uber but the door isn't open and then well I had a coughing fit come on and I, then, I, I got really anxious because I wanted to like I didn't want to cough in this guy's car so I'm trying to get outside and then but the door he, won't open so like the child locks are on or something and then he just starts coughing to the point where his eyes are rolling back in his head and me and the uber driver are like worried and i say to eli like do you need to go to the hospital make a noise if you can hear me and he goes <laughs> so he could hear and then once he stops coughing the door unlocks 
Like, the guy unlocks the door, he leaves, me and the guy look at each other, and then the Uber driver says, you watch him. Well, this is what it felt like. I described it like I was coughing so much, and it felt like I had gone briefly into another dimension. Yeah, you did say that. And then the next day, I was lying in bed this time by myself, coughing. And I sort of, like, came to again, and I was like, what's going on? I felt very strange. And then the most dangerous part was the next night I went over to my friend's house to watch some sports and I, I started having a coffee coughing fit on the couch next to him and I got up to rush to the bathroom so I'm not coughing next to him and the next thing I wake up I'm face first on the ground I've smashed my tooth into the floor mm. and my friends my friend is like yeah he's saying Eli what's wrong and, and uh, his girlfriend's coming out of her bedroom saying what's going on and I'm bleeding on the ground and, and I come to it's very scary, right? And they they get they help me and they clean up the blood and I didn't I didn't lose a tooth or anything. I, th- I just like sort of cut my gum up a bit, and uh, they got me an Uber home and I came home and it was pretty scary. Yeah. And from googling it, it sounds like something called coughing syncope, where you can actually faint from having a coughing fit. And I, I had been to the doctor that week. I'd been COVID negative, and the doctor had said it's probably just a virus. You just have to kind of ride it out. And I told him that I, I had gotten, because my sinuses at one point were so clogged up that it felt like my, my head was going to explode. So I'd gone to the community, <laughs> not the community, sorry, the, the pharmacy to get a, like a nasal uh, steroid spray that helps clear your sinuses. And this guy said like, oh yeah, do that twice a day. There's like no risk in doing that. Just blast, blast your nostrils full of this nasal spray. Spencer has closed her eyes and looks so close to falling asleep. Just blast it as much as you want. It, it, there's, no, there's no downside, right? Blast that stuff up your nose. And I said, like, you know what? Sometimes I do it and I feel a little loopy. And he's like, oh, well, watch that. <laughs> and so I started blasting up my nose. And then once I started fainting, I stopped using this nasal spray. And I haven't fainted since. Still have this persistent cough. But uh, uh, the long story short, that's why we haven't. It's been difficult to post episodes lately. But we're back. We're back. And more importantly, Scruffy got neutered. More importantly than me, fainting and falling face first on the floor of my friend's apartment is Scruffy got neutered. He's five and days out. He's f- five days? It's been five days? Today's Friday night, and uh, he days. got it Monday morning. Oh, wow. Um, also, Eli took one for the team. He stepped on a nail outside, and thank goodness Scruffy didn't step on the nail. Oh, yeah. While I was sick, I stepped on a nail and went. This is my okay. second time to the doctor to get a tetanus shot. <laughs> Um, so if you guys step on a nail, a rusty nail, especially outside, because the bacteria and soil can give you tetanus, and if you get tetanus, it's pretty rough. Your jaw stops working, and you can't eat or drink. What? For how long? I think it's a very long and painful recovery from tetanus, if you get it. Jeez. So these are all just safety precautions. So careful with blasting yourself with medicine. You're not supposed to take it more than a week. Um, yeah. We're back, though. And we're back. And in this time, in this six-week break, I've, I've managed to file a new Freedom of Information request on Spencer. I've just got the documents just in time for Christmas from Santa Claus. Um, and this is from your grade from 8. From Santa Claus. Just a little Christmas cheer. Okay. Um, this is from your grade 8 report card, Spencer. Your family studies course. Oh, uh, yes. Do you remember family studies? The baby-making course. Where they tell you how to make babies? I don't know. I don't remember Did it. Did you pass baby me? <laughs> In grade eight? No. Um, what grade do you think you got? 
80. 82? Yeah. Which is an A, a Canadian A. I believe that's just a B in the A. It's a Canadian A, A. Uh, Spencer is exceeding expectations of experiential learning in the food lab. She has shown in-depth evidence of understanding of safety procedures, sanitation procedures, and measurement techniques. Healthy eating practices explored include using the Canadian Food Guide. The importance. I kind of remember a little bit. It was in a different room. The importance of a healthy breakfast. Uh huh. And decision making around fast food. Can I talk about something? No, this is important. The decision, especially with your mom's thoughts on diet. The importance of a healthy breakfast and decision making around fast food and alternative diets. On Christmas Eve, we're eating three tofurkeys for four people. Spencer's mom is making three tofurkeys for four people. Almost a tofurkey per person. You know how much soy that is? <laughs> I'm going to grow brass from all the estrogen. <laughs> Eli, you already have <laughs> oh no, I don't think. <laughs> Can we say that word? Um, no. Do I have to leave that out? Yeah. <laughs> you already have big old beeps. <laughs> Wait, do I leave this in with a beep? Yeah. Oh, this. Is, oh, I, I've become that song. Pushing on my buttons, baby. That's, That's not how it goes. How does it go? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but buttons is about breasts, right? What? I Aren't never buttons nipples. <laughs> you know Gertrude Stein had a I poem. I never ever realized that. Gertrude Stein had a poem about nipples, uh, oh, in which God. she called them tender Shh. buttons. Ew. Tender buttons. Not buttons. Not sewn on like Coraline's eyes. Well, her eyes never get sewn on. Do you have anything to Thankful. say about the tofurkeys? Uh, no, I have something else to say. Okay. So for the past few years, I dream of Wexford. Which is the high school I left. The musical theater high school, yeah. And it's gotten to a point where usually the dream involves me coming to the school at the age I am and saying I failed high school so I can use my credit to go back to Wexford and I have a great time. Now it got to a point where I was telling the headmistress that I dream of Wexford all the time last night. I Wexford has a headmistress? Like Anne Miriam. I don't know what else to call her. The head of the program? Head of the program. That I was telling her that I'm dreaming of Wexford all the time. I deeply regret not going. And obviously my self-conscious, self-conscience is aware of that. So it's really weird. And and I was like, and it's bizarre because I pretend that I failed high school and I can come back. Can you please do that adult program again? And then You have to explain the adult program. It's just a um, musical theater, like, after school. So it's like a musical theater high school for kids, but they had adults who could also come and do musical theater there. Yeah, they had it for a year. Oh, just one year? Yeah, they did Grease. I feel like you shouldn't mix adults with high schoolers. Well, no, it was just an adult, like, just adults singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was funny. But I don't know. I'm just like, why can't I stop dreaming about it? It's really annoying. Like, obviously... How does this connect to Tofurky? It doesn't. I just wanted to talk about it. Um, I, why? I think we've been going to see musicals. I think you're, sec- oh. you're secretly like a very talented singer and performer. You don't do it very often. And maybe, maybe that desire in you is, is coming back. Oh. Well, and then I said, I can always do musical improv and i've been doing that at ytv recently like making up songs and stuff and people are always very impressed yeah you could you could be on you could be on the stage for sure if you wanted to i don't know how to read notes uh, anyways well, i guess that dream is dead yeah it's a dead dream 
on the topic of food. And dead animals. And dead animals, yeah. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? A cricket. <laughs> a cricket? When did you eat a cricket? I've eaten a few crickets. I've had cricket powder. I've had cricket, dried up cricket. I've had cricket cookies. Did you like it? All because of YTV. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, yeah, they're fine. I like the cricket powder the best. It's got a little bit of a grainy flavor to it. How do you feel about um, eating food that's fallen on the ground? I do it. When I was in in university, my mom scored me this internship, right? Just purely because she was my mom, like nothing. Do you like you holding the microphone? Why are you interrupting? I don't mind it. Well, listen to me. So I had an internship, right? We're definitely more comfortable than when we were in those wooden chairs. Are you that uninterested in what I'm saying? I, I just know about your... Do you know what happened? No. So I was leaving work, and I bought a donut at Tim Hortons, a chocolate glaze. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I drop it on the sidewalk. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, I don't care. I pick it up and eat it. And this um, this other student that I work with sees me do it. And she just averts her eyes and walks away. That's it? Yeah, she saw me eat a donut off the ground. Okay. I was imagining that the sticky part of the chocolate was going to be stuck to the ground. Uh, no. Were you a picky eater as a child? Yes, very picky. Things couldn't touch. You know, like potatoes had to be in one area, vegetables had to be in another, mm-hmm. meat had to be in another, no touching. And if, if they did touch, would you... Not eat it. Like, it had to be thrown away, or could your mom come and separate it? And No, I wouldn't be- eat it. Okay. You've mentioned to me before that... Um, and you- I only ate what I liked, which was I slim pickings, because I wasn't very open to trying things. You, there are some things that you hold on to now, like you don't like ketchup. Yeah. S- eating sauces is something new for you. Yes. You mentioned as a kid that you're kind of a feral child. You would, you didn't know how to cut things with a knife and fork. You would just stab like a piece of meat and and eat it yeah. whole until you, your stepfather, Gregor, yeah. taught you how to, to slice. Sort of, right? It's not the best slicing. It's very dangerous when you slice vegetables or like a bagel. Like you're going to slice your palm open the way you do it. Yeah, that's why you should do it for me. I do probably 99% of the cooking. Yeah. So we're, we already did it. Okay. Well, I've got to fix that 1%. You want to know the weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Sure, honey. I think camel meat. That's disturbing. In Dumai, Dubai, I had a camel shawarma. I would not do that. I ate lamb tongue. I feel like Just camels good. are sacred. Really? Why? They kind of like to spit on you and bite you. I rode a camel. They've got humps. They're cool. I rode a camel in Tunisia, and it was kind of unpleasant, because, like, <laughs> to get you on the camel, the guides oh, no. are, like, just kicking the camel in the neck. They're, like... In the neck? Yeah, it's, like, not pleasant. But I guess there's a lot of stuff in, in, in the way we treat animals that I've just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. So uh, Today, after watching Avatar, I wanted to become vegan again. We just finished Avatar. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we're excited for the new one. Oh, so excited. Yeah. We're avatar heads now. Big ones. Uh, did you ever work in food service, Spencer? No. One day. One day. How was that? It was a mess. I was at a Jewish, sacred, I'm just using the word sacred. It was a holiday, right? It was like a holiday. And there were a lot of like rules 
that I didn't, I wasn't briefed on. So one of the things, like one of the tables was like, where's the bread? Where's the bread? And I went back to the kitchen. I was like, table seven wants bread. They're like, oh my gosh, table seven doesn't have bread. They need to break the bread. What are you doing? And that was like to cleanse their hands. But I was trying to like, kind of like become buddies with the kitchen and it backfired. Mm -hmm. And I remember also someone brought wine and they were like, can you open this up? And I was like, um, I don't think you can have that here. I'm sorry, but please put that away. And they were like, this is a bring your own booze event. You sound like you're real tired. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. And then on top of it, I got like a $60 tip. And they were like, you'll get this, right? And then at the end of the night, this guy who closes the door is like, we don't give tips. So like, give me all your tip money. And I was like, what? And he was like, you're okay with that, right? Like, we pay a fee. We pay a fee. You don't get tips. At this point, tell did me. You know you had, oh, you had. To, you should have lied. And you, no, I did. And he was like, tell me you're okay with that. Like, he kept asking me if I was okay with that. And at this point, I just got really bad vibes. And he started saying, like, you could be my secretary. And, like, I noticed the door was closed. And I was feeling really uncomfortable. And I kind of did something a little unsafe. This, because it was in the middle of nowhere. This other guy was like, okay, I'm leaving now. Do you need a ride home? And I was like, yes, I'll take the ride. But then I got in that car and then I was like, what am I doing? I'm scared. But I just wanted to get away from that guy. And turns out he knew someone I knew, Isaac. So the whole time we just talked about Isaac and I got dropped off at a station. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was my sorry experience. Sorry to call you that was my experience oh and one other thing I think this, take tips. the other thing was the waiter <coughs> the other waiter was like he's like every week a new waitress or waiter comes in but i stay because he lets me he gives me a higher amount of money for like he pays me a little bit more he's like i know the tip thing's weird but he pays me a little bit more Sounds like a terrible he was life. like, I can guarantee you, you won't be here next week. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> he was right. So that's, and also like grabbing the plates and stuff was a mess. Like I didn't know what I was doing. Like I remember like sticking my hands in like old food like that people had ate and I was so disgusted. I didn't know how to stack plates. I was dropping the utensils. Like it was a mess. I think we were together at the time, but I'm not we sure. Okay. I worked in food service. Oh, a, yeah? As a teen. As a teen? You did as an adult, too. Yeah, but it's more interesting than a teen. Okay. At Licks. Licks! A franchise that shouldn't have closed, in my opinion. I think it's gone extinct. Uh. But it was a, a major Toronto franchise. Yeah, I think it was kind of iconic. And I was... Yeah. They were known because the staff had to sing... And uh, songs like Licks, Licks, Whoa, Whoa, Licks, Licks, Whoa, or One and One, We're Having Some Fun, Hey, Hey, at Licks. <laughs> and that was me. I was the MC, so I was in charge of singing, and I would have to yell, Pump it up, grill guy! Like if others weren't singing, and I'd make <laughs> drinks and serve ice cream. And, and the gross part was, like, I'd be singing as I'm preparing, like, a salad for someone, and, like, I'm singing directly into their food. Oh, so all the gross. Spittles. And, you know, eventually I got, I got sick of it, and I remember... Because we would sing the songs. They were all based on classic uh, in oldie songs. But we'd sing them super fast. So it'd be like, one and one, we're having some fun, eight legs. And then I started singing them at normal speed. 
and I got in trouble for singing them at normal speed. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I would like to sing now, soon. Okay. But, but. Yes. A lot of the show is about exploring things that Spencer doesn't know or got wrong in her life. And this is something you corrected me on. Can you guess it's about fast food? No, I can't guess. The great fried chicken debate. Oh. Spencer started saying maybe a year or two ago to me that KFC, and I don't think, I know regionally things can be different. Like I know like KFC here or Popeye's here might be different than where you live. But Spencer started telling me that KFC was better than Popeye's. And I said, you're crazy. That's it. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and but she, and she would refuse getting Popeye's when I would get it. And then and she would even get... And for a while there, in our old place, we lived basically where a Popeye's was next to a KFC. It yeah. was easy to get both and compare. And I took a bite of her KFC one day. And it was seasoned. Tastes like real chicken. Juicy. To me, the Popeye's now... The batter, the, the fry, it falls off immediately. Yeah. It's, even though they have hot and spicy, it's bland you, always. Yeah, you don't taste that. And you converted me. KFC and, is better than Popeye. And it kind of, like, just tastes like chicken tenders, like, in a meat, in a chicken form. Like the, uh, I know the, But um, chicken, KFC tastes like chicken chicken. Like good. an expensive place we would go to that was, like, uh, a one-off store store their spicy they, their spicy chicken sandwich was 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 way hyped up i had it a few times no i'm not done saying what i'm saying well, i'm saying something no there's and, this and, restaurant well, it was store hyped, it was way hyped and they up. are expensive for the kfc no for the fried <laughs> chicken and it tastes the same as it, kfc and it was do you agree it had so much salt it do you was agree? almost inedible do you agree with what i said i don't know what place you're talking about the one in leslieville that place is better that yeah, but I'm just saying they're in a similar boat. What is that place called? Tasty Chicken Hut or Chicken Licking? I don't know. That place is great. And the staff is friendly, but they get a little, like, they'll close whenever they want. Yeah. Thing. But they're nice. Um, may I sing for you? Yep. A little baseline theme song? Okay. You ready to get tested on your knowledge of food? Okay. Okay. Baseline. I want to see what's in Spanny's mind Dreams about Wexford Musical Theater I just keep on quizzing my love This is the baseline You smell that? Scruffy too did Scruffy had a fart? Scruffy had a fart I thought you were going to compliment my singing I was shocked that you used my Wexford thing Look at his balls really quickly uh, Yeah, we've been monitoring um, his scrotum the, It swells up the first day It's definitely shrunk a lot it was probably twice the size, maybe even three what does times. What's it look like? You see his little green tattoo? They put a little green tattoo yeah. to, to say that they're um, neutered. How does his... His incision's looking great. His stitch stitches, it's looking it's looking great, looking fantastic. He's Are you great. just saying that? No, it looks, it looks... There's no bleeding. Can I tell the story about when I thought he was bleeding? Mm, okay. Because you're supposed to monitor their incision, and Scruffy was sitting next to me, and I was petting him. And all of a sudden, I see this big <laughs> burst of red in the in the corner of my oh, eye. Oh, no, I like, didn't realize what the story was. And, and I go, I "Oh my God, he's bleeding! He's gushing blood!" But then it was just he gets like big red erections, like the classic like lipstick dog Stop. erection. Don't it wasn't talk blood. about that. Are you ready to get quizzed on your your knowledge of food, Spencer? I love my dog. I've got eight questions to test your baseline knowledge of food. Okay. You ready? Yep. Number one: What is the risk of eating fugu puffer fish? Oh, uh, you have, 
You can't breathe. Uh, and? Uh, you could. Die. Yeah, you can die. There's a neurotoxin that um, basically paralyzes all your muscles, even, oh. the, even the ones that, that help you breathe. And so you're still fully conscious, though, and you just you asphyxiate while fully conscious. Do people still make it? They do. In, in Japan, there's, like, there's now like a whole three-year program. I think back in the day, more people died, like including a famous actor in the 70s died from it. Uh, and people die now, usually from like fishing it themselves and trying to make it. But there's a three-year accreditation program. I think maybe 50 people have died since the year 2000 or since the year 1980, something like that. Scary. So yeah, if, if someone gets poisoned with fugu liver, you are, or their organs are the poisonous part. I wouldn't even try it. I'd be too scared. What was your last day on earth? No. Okay. Uh, question two. What's a turducken? Oh, turducken? Turducken. Oh, I thought there would be a third part, but I think it's a turkey and a duck. A duck and a turkey? Close. And a chicken? Yes. It's yeah. a chicken stuffed in a duck stuffed in a turkey. Yeah. Another point for you. Nice. For a bonus point, in 1807, the Almanac des Gourmands, gastronomist Grimaud de la Reynière uh, presents his Roti sans pareil, which means roast without equal. And this was a bustard, which is a type of bird, stuffed with 16 other birds. Oh! Can you name those 16 other birds for a bonus point? Pigeon? Is pigeon on there? No pigeon. All right, I, I give up. Okay, it was a bustard stuffed with a turkey, a goose, a pheasant, a chicken, a duck, a guinea fowl, a teal, a woodcock, a partridge, a plover, a lapwing, a quail, a thrush, a lark, an ortolan bunting, and a garden warbler. Ew! So no bonus point. That's so disturbing. <laughs> Number three. What's the difference between shepherd's pie and cottage pie? Cottage pie is beef. Uh-huh. Shepherd's pie is lamb. Another point. 100% for you, Spencer. It's just because you specify it so much with me. Well, I'm trying to test you on stuff I know you might know. Okay. Do you know what they call like their version of shepherd's pie in Quebec and French Canada? No. They call it Chinese pie. Oh, really? Yeah, and it has corn in it. Ours doesn't have corn? Uh, not tradi- Like, the shepherd's pie that comes from, like, England, I think, generally doesn't. So you haven't put corn in it? My mom made it with corn, like cream corn growing up. Corn sounds good. It is nice enough. Do you want to know why they call it Chinese pie? Sure. One theory is that there's a town in Maine called South China where they picked up the dish. Mm. But there's many theories and there's no exact reason. What does to salt to taste mean? To salt to taste... In a recipe when it says salt to taste. This isn't going to be right, but when you're eating it, if you want to put salt on it for taste, you do that. <laughs> uh, no, I used to think it just like, meant like salt it until it's like the saltiness you want. But no, you, you salt it until it brings out the, the flavors of the other food and it can oh. balance it or until it tastes good. So uh, I was confused by that myself. So that's why I asked you. Uh, question number five. How do astronauts in space season their food uh it's in a packet and they shake it uh what's in the packet like seasoning yeah yeah like just loose seasoning well it's in the packet okay and then when they open the packet they've already shaken it and it's gone on the food is it like seasoning like we have in our kitchen no okay 
they can't use like granulated like mm. salt or pepper like we have because it'll float yeah and, and get go into in the, their eyes their eyes into the instruments of the ship so they have to use a liquefied version of salt and pepper <laughs> they've got such a hard life <laughs> yeah those poor astronauts like why do we force people to be astronauts question six in 1893, the U.S. Supreme Court... Whatever happened to all those celebrities that are supposed to go to Mars? Uh, there's currently, like, a moon mission involving that really stupid man, Elon Musk. Elon? 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 <laughs> you don't even know his name? Yes, I'm the stupid one. I wish you would educate me on why he's so stupid. Okay, we'll do an episode. On would you actually... Yeah, our, our next one. After, after our next one. Okay. In 1893, the U.S. Supreme Court... I'm so Co- excited, because I don't know why. In 1893, you know he dated Grimes? I do know or that. they were married. And they had a baby. Were they married, or they just had a kid together? They were married. In 1893, the U.S. Supreme Court voted nine... But he was married to another lady, too. I think he's been married three or four times, and yeah. he's had children with more than that. And one of his sons, like, doesn't want to be his son. Uh, well, she, I think, is a, is a trans Oh, woman she is? I didn't know that. And, like, doesn't want to... Uh, she's either a trans woman or a trans man and, like, wants nothing to do with him because he's, like, said many anti-trans things. Okay, so there's one of the reasons. In 1893, mm-hmm. the U.S. Supreme Court voted 9 to 0 that this food was a vegetable and not a fruit. Tomato. Correct. They ruled that a tomato was a vegetable. Oh, why don't we just refer to it as that? Because uh, botanists uh, uh, view it as a fruit, but it's usually treated as a vegetable in, 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 in most of our lives, right? Like we don't eat it like a fruit. But it was because there were tariffs, basically taxes you have to pay on, on imports of vegetables, but not <coughs> fruits. So these importers were trying to get around this tax they had to pay by saying like, no, a tomato's a fruit, not a vegetable. Interesting. Uh, yes. Number seven is ketchup a vegetable? No, it's a condiment. You're right. It is not a vegetable, even though it has tomato in it. It's a condiment. That you've eaten how many times in your life? Very few. But there was controversy in the 1980s in the United States uh, because they changed the regulations around government government funded uh, school lunch programs, in which it made that ketchup could count as a vegetable. So basically. You know, the minimum uh, nutritional requirements for children ketchup could meet. Or like pizza sauce. (laughs) All right. Um, Question number eight. Eight. Your final question. Yes. What is umami? Umami? Umami. It's that dangerous liver. No, that's fugu. Oh, I don't know what umami is. Oh, wait, I do. It's it's a, a ball... Of an urchin. It's a ball of an urchin? Testicle urchin? It is not a testicle. Semen urchin. It is not semen. Oh, that's unagi. Oh. I think. Yeah, unagi. What is unagi? It is it eggs or semen? I had it. Oh, no, it's just eel. It's just eel? That's what it says here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. No <laughs> umami is one of the five tastes. Oh. So sweet, sour, bitter, sweet, sour, bitter, salty, and umami, 
which means like savory or meatiness. Oh, okay. Okay, so you currently you have four out of eight. You have fifty percent. You are passing. Yay! So you just need to get a fifty on the next test to pass this episode. Do you want to set the stakes? Um, no stakes because we just got back, so we need to take it easy. No stakes. Yeah. No stakes. No stakes this time. Okay, a zero stake episode. It's unheard of. <laughs> it's unheard of. <laughs> I'm a robot. I, am, I hope there's not an uprising of our fans. I can't wait for them to hear this episode. <laughs> They're going to be so relieved that we're alive. Um, More that you are. I guess you do post on social media. Um, like, I was talking at work to some people yeah. about you. And then I was like, like, you don't even know what he looks like, do you? And they were like, no. <laughs> Just imagine like a tall, strapping, handsome man. They don't know. No one knows who you are, Eli. <laughs> well, I'm making a huge comeback next year in 2023. Right. Like I'll be able to post a photo? Um, I haven't had a cell phone for about a year and a half. And I like think I'll be able to post a photo? Yeah. For real? Yeah. There was a time when you used to let me. It was rare. Well, I was like 50 pounds lighter and felt good looking. Sexy. (laughs) (laughs) So, no stakes. That's the only way you take photos if you feel sexy. But even when I... It's not any other word. It's sexy. But even when I felt sexy, I still didn't like having my photo taken. I know. Because I still felt ugly. Aw, sexy ugly. But, you know, inner confidence is the most attractive feature. Yeah, and little bellies, because <laughs> you can rub them. It's fun if you if you if you and your partner both develop. We bellies, have bellies. You can lift up your shirt and slap them together. We do and rub them together, and it's comforting. It is like marshmallows squishing. Well, it's, it's got a nice firmness, kind of like um. Like I'll a perfect be honest. Catalog. Sometimes I think I'll poo enough that I'll lose my belly. Okay. Do you ever think that? No. What? You honestly don't think if you had a big enough poo, your belly wouldn't go down? They say Elvis, like, would was so constipated, he'd take, like, 19-pound or 30-pound poos. I don't believe that. I did once. I had to take a midnight bus from Toronto to Kingston. And you took a 19-pound poo? I drank a bunch of beer thinking, like, oh, I'll sleep on the bus if I drink a bunch of beer. And I got on the bus, and I woke up, and my stomach was, like, fully distended. And I think it was just, like, gas had gotten trapped in it, because the next morning I was fine. Okay. Uh, Oh, your next test. You have 30 minutes to cram for the next test to see if you pass this episode. Okay. Much like a turducken, I want you to design your own animal stuffed inside of an animal stuffed inside of an animal. So I need three animals. That's, like, the grossest thing. So your choice of animals... And um, if you cross the species line for all three, I'll give you bonus points. Wait, what does that mean? Like a bird inside of a mammal or a lizard inside of a fish. Uh, No. Or an amoeba inside of a bacteria. (laughs) I'll give you bonus points. And I'm going to grade you on deliciousness and freakiness. Okay. Okay, so you can Frankenstein it up. You can your presentation can okay. be like sewing different body parts here and there. Okay. Sounds like you want to do it. In real life, instead of tofurkey for Christmas dinner. 
You're having tofurkey. I'm having a whole tofurkey to myself. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. We're back. Spencer has been in the kitchen the few animals that we do have in our fridge, she's been slicing them open, sewing them together, seeing how best to I've connect even, flesh. I've even tried to capture a bear she from the to, outdoors. She tried to capture a bear in our backyard in <laughs> southwestern Ontario. Um, did you catch a bear? No. Uh, but you've been getting your hands bloody. You've been racking your mind. What is the best animal stuffed in an animal stuffed in an animal? And I hope you cross so species. What I thought about was what are meats that I like? And what are sizes that would fit? Like, I need biggest, medium, to smallest. So I went from meats I like and size. So the first one is going to be a deer, and I know I like it because I had it with you. You said you went from biggest to smallest? Yeah. Okay, the deer is the biggest. So first you've got a deer, and you've got its whole body fur on. Hooves and all? Hooves and all. Antlers? Yep. Okay. Is it a reindeer? No, it's a deer. Okay. Next, you've got a turkey because I like the taste of turkey. So you're stuffing a turkey inside of a deer. Yep. And last but definitely not least, you've got salmon. Salmon in the turkey. Is the tur- So you're not taking the guts out of the deer at all? It's no. It's still on? I'm taking the guts out. It's editable. Does it have eyeballs? But it has fur on it. Okay, Never mind. Scratch that. You're just uh, in the stomach of the deer. It's a deer's stomach. With turkey and salmon. Is the turkey plucked? Yeah. Does it have its bones? No bones. It's however you make these freaky things. Is it a deboned turkey? I guess so. Were you supposed to answer these questions? Yes, it's deboned. It's it's possible to put it in the oven and eat it. So it's a deboned turkey inside of a deer's stomach, and is it a... Does the salmon have its head on? Is it descaled? Is it? It's uh, it's like you know salmon from the grocery store. It's like it's a fillet. Well, it's a fillet. <laughs> because it's getting what's the word when it's like, it's like in water. What is it called when you cook things in water? Boil, poached, sous vide. That's the word. You sous vide the salmon? The sous- no, it's getting sous vide because of the way it's in the trick- the turkey. But sous vide means- It's in a plastic wrap and we put water in the turkey. Okay. 
And that's and any way to freak this up a bit? No, that's freaky enough. Okay, so you definitely cross species because you have a mammal, a bird, and a fish. <laughs> um, so that's points. Um, deliciousness. It sounds pretty gross. The fact that it's a deer stomach. Oh. Um, I thought people eat deer stomach. I don't know if they do. What do we eat when we eat the deer? It's their flesh. Like what part? Backstrap. <laughs> we had a deer. When we ate it that one year at Halloween, it was deer tenderloin. I think they called it. What's that then? On a, it confuses me. There's all these names for different parts of animal bodies. We should be vegan. We should. We are on Christmas Eve. Yay! Um, the most important day to be vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so you get freakiness. I'll give you some points. Deliciousness, no points. Mm. But you cross the species barrier. So I think you got two thirds, sixty-six percent. You passed. You passed this episode. Yay! But there are no stakes, Spencer. So I don't get anything. So it blows up in your face. That does blow up in my face. And you get. I'm not getting your Christmas present. That's a bull crap. You are. Okay, okay. Better get on top of it soon, Eli. You said it it can be late. No. Hurry up. Okay, I'll get your present. Thank you. Any final words about food or anything, Spencer? No, just excited to be back. Can't wait for our next episode. We've got a very special guest joining us, and it's Christmas-themed. Tune in. Tune in. And uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, good night. Also, I'm doing very well mentally. She is. So happy to report that. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.